Are there any children in this church? Can I see the hands? Any children? Big, small? Hayley, where are you? Oh, there you are, okay. And Jonah, where are you? Oh, there you are, okay. And oh, there's Jill as well, and you know her. Yeah, never mind. It is such a wonderful privilege being with every one of you today and just for being um, home again, kind of. You know, the body of Christ feels like home, and, and uh, we've traveled far and, and near, and, and um, some of, of our old friends were in a hospital lately and stood around a grave, open grave of loved ones, and here we are in a place where we can find healing again, and where we find hope, and where there's new life, and we thank God for this opportunity. So thank you for being here, everyone. Now, children, uh, what's going to happen today is you're going to stay here, and if all, any one of the parents or mummies or daddies or granddaddies get tired, they can go to the cry room and take a nap there. Okay? But the children, I want you to stay here. All right? Is that okay? Hello? Can I see your hands? Can I see your hands? Okay. So, now we're going to read from the Bible. In the night, before he went to the cross, Jesus took bread, gave thanks, broke it, gave it to his disciples, saying, Take and eat, this is my body. Then he took the cup, gave thanks, offered it to them, saying, Drink from it, all of you. This is my blood of the covenant, which is poured out for many for the forgiveness of sins. I tell you, I will not drink of this fruit of the vine from now on until that day when I will drink it anew with you in my Father's kingdom. And then the second reading, that is is, uh, Matthew 26, 26. The second reading comes from Matthew 28, verse 18. The eleven disciples traveled to Galilee to the mountain where Jesus had directed them. When they saw him, they worshipped, but some doubted. Jesus came near and said to them, All authority has been given to me in heaven and on earth. Go, therefore, and make disciples of all nations, baptizing them in the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit, teaching them to obey everything that I've commanded you. And remember, I am with you always to the end of age. Okay, now that was the Bible reading. This is the difficult stuff. Now I'm going to try to share this with our kids. Mia, are you here? Where's your brother? Yeah, yeah, I want to see you guys. Come here. Come here. I I want you closer. Otherwise, I don't know who am I preaching to. Come closer, guys. All the kids, but it doesn't include you. All the kids, yeah, come. A little bit, yeah, that's better. Okay, so you can sit down. Sit down, yeah, you you can sit on this, on the, okay. 
Come Noah, come Jonah. Again, <laughs> if they're not safe, it's all right that they stay with you, no worries. You know what, guys? Jesus had a few really, really good friends who followed him everywhere all the time. And he called them his disciples. Now, sometimes, lots of other people would also come to listen to Jesus telling Bible stories. Oh, Jesus could tell the most beautiful Bible stories, but you know, they were not just stories, they were for real. He never just told a story that's not for real. And the people also wanted to see whether, you know, he would perform a miracle or two. They were so, you know. Now, there was a big city, and this city's name is Jerusalem, and Jerusalem is still a big city. Jerusalem has been a big city for more than 2,000 years already. But anyway, one day, Jesus was telling his Bible stories not far from Jerusalem, just across the, across the river. The Jordan River is not far from, from, from um, Jerusalem. And lots of people came to listen to Jesus and to see if he would perform a miracle of two. So Jesus told them about Father God and about sin and about forgiveness and he even healed some of those who needed a doctor on that day. And mommies and daddies were so happy about what Jesus told them. So they started bringing their little children and even their babies to Jesus. They just wanted to, uh, Jesus to bless their, their children. Now that means, you know, to um, give him a high five or a hug um, and to hear him saying beautiful things to them about Father God. So there were mummies and daddies and little children, many of them. And so the disciples, you know, they all came like you, but there were many, many, many of them. And the disciples didn't know what to do, Jesus' friends. And they tried to stop the children coming. But Jesus loved the little ones so much. You know, they were just like you guys. He loved them so much. And he said to his disciples, Hey, let the little children come to me. Don't stop them. Because Father God's home belongs to them. Wow. Father God's home belongs to little children. And then he spoke to the mommies and daddies and to the disciples. And he said to them, you know what, guys? If you do not come to my father's home, the way little children comes to my home, you will never be able to live there forever. If you want to live forever in my father's home, you have to become like little children. Oh. That's interesting. On another day, 
and at another place. Lots of other people again came to listen to Jesus. But Jesus wanted to teach his disciples a very special lesson. So he called a little child to come to him, to stand right there um, by him, by his side. And he said to his disciples, if you do not change and become like little children, you will never live in the home of Father God. And then he also said to them, whoever welcomes a little child in my name, welcomes me. And if anyone makes one of these little ones who believe in me, do naughty things, he or she will be in big, big trouble with Father God. One evening, a little bit later, Jesus sat around a table. Now, the table was like this one, but I think it was a little bit bigger. And his friends, his disciples also sat around the table with Jesus. Now, while they were eating, Jesus took bread and he broke it into smaller pieces and he gave small pieces to every one of his disciples, every one of his friends. He looked in his eyes and he gave him some bread. And he looked in, in the eye and he gave him some bread. It was very personal. Just like when your daddy or your mommy gives you bread at, at home, uh, at the table. And he said to them, Joshua, he said to them, take this bread and eat it. This is like my body. And then he took the cup. You know the ones that they used to drink um, um, juice from? That kind of cup? And he said, thank you, Father. And then he gave the cup to his disciples, one by one, and they all drank from the same cup. And he said, this cup is like my blood. Because my blood will be, will be spilt. I will bleed when they nail me to the cross. It's not happening yet, but in a few, few, a few hours, this is going to happen to me. But I want you to remember that when you sit around the table and you drink from this cup, you've got to remember that my blood was spilt for all your naughtiness. Are you naughty? Is there any one of you, is your brother naughty? Yeah? <laughs> I, know, I knew that. Is your sister a little bit naughty? Yes. Yeah. Is your mommy a little bit naughty? <laughs> and your daddy? And your daddy? The thing is, for all the naughtiness of all the people across the whole wide world, Jesus spilled his blood and his body was broken. And then he took the cup, yeah. And he said all of this. While you, while you drink from this cup or while you're eating this bread, 
Remember me. Remember me. Because I will come back and I will come and fetch you so you can be with me where I am. In my father's home. That was his promise. A few days later, guys, really naughty men came and they nailed Jesus to the cross. Big cross, wooden cross made of wood. And they hung him on that cross. And he died. And they took his body and they put his body in a, in a, a cave grave. Do you know what a cave grave is? A cave Ooh. Okay, I'll tell you, I'll tell you only what, what a cave grave is. It is not a grave that's, that gets dug into the ground, but it gets, gets carved out in, of, of a rock. So it's deep into a rock. And to close it, they had to put a, a big stone in front. So that is a cave grave. So they put Jesus away in a cave grave, his body, and they put a big round rock at the entrance. So nobody could go in, nobody could come out. Nobody could steal a body there. Three days later, one, two, three, three days later, Jesus performed a miracle on himself and he became alive again. In the meantime, Father God sent a, an angel from his home to come and sit, to roll that big stone away and to come and sit on that stone and just wait there. A few days later, a few of the mummies who were friends with Jesus' disciples and who really loved Jesus, they came to the grave grave, 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 right? Because they really missed Jesus and they just wanted to be there at his grave, you know? And when they got there, the grave was open and there was this angel sitting on the rock. And he told them that Jesus became alive again. He's not there anymore. That was the, the message of the angel to these women. Jesus is not here. He's alive, as he promised. Now from then on, Jesus, showed, Jesus starts showing himself to the mothers who missed him, and then to the disciples, and then to many, many other people, because he wanted all of them to know that he is alive. He's not dead anymore. He wanted, that's why he showed himself to everyone. Forty days later, now let's, let's see whether you can count to forty. So this is one, two, three, four, five, right? Six, seven, eight, nine, ten. So ten fingers. Ten, twenty, thirty, forty. Forty days later. A few mothers who were friends with Jesus disciples, they came to the grave. I'm sorry. 
Forty days later, Jesus showed himself to the disciples on a little mountain. And he told them to invite many other people to also become his disciples. And he told them to baptize all the new disciples. Now we're going to show you what baptism looks like just now, right? And he's got to baptize them in the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit. That means in the name of Father God and in the name of Jesus and in the name of the Holy Spirit of Father God and of Jesus. Because Father God and Jesus together as one Holy Spirit. And to teach them to baptize their little children and to obey them, everything that Jesus taught them. So the disciples waited for a while and then the Holy Spirit of Father God and Jesus came and lived in their hearts. Now this is really important. They waited for a while after Jesus went up to heaven, to his Father's home. They waited for a while. About 10 days. And then the Holy Spirit of Father God and of Jesus came to live in the disciples' hearts. And the name of one of the new disciples was Paul. Is there anyone who's, who, who carries the name Paul today? Is there a Paul here? No Pauls. Okay, so remember to call one of your sons Paul one day. Anyway, his, this disciple's name was Paul. And he was, uh, was a very obedient disciple of Jesus. And he traveled to many places to tell people about Father God and about Jesus and about the Holy Spirit of Father God and of Jesus. In one of these places... They lived a woman. Now, that was, this was a really an interesting woman because she just loved purple clothes. Purple was her best color. And her name was Lydia. Yeah, in the Bible. She listened to Paul and just fell in love with Father God and with Jesus and then the Holy Spirit of Father God and of Jesus came to live in her heart. And guess what Paul did? He was obedient. He baptized her, just as Jesus said he should do. And he baptized her whole family. And then she invited Paul and his friends to have a sleepover at her place for a few nights, because they didn't have a place to sleep. Now, so Paul and his friends kept on telling people in that city about Father God and about Jesus and about the Holy Spirit. And then very bad people came from that city, and they really became angry with Paul and his friends. And the bad people handcuffed Paul and his friend and put him in jail. 
Both of them. Oh, and they hurt them as well. But that gave Paul a chance. He didn't mind. It gave him a chance to tell the jail man also about Jesus and about Father God and about the Holy Spirit. And he did. And guess what happened? The jail man just fell in love with Father God and with Jesus and with the Holy Spirit. And the Holy Spirit came to live in his heart. And then he took his, Paul and his friend to his home also, in the middle of the night, straight away from the jail to his home. And guess what Paul did? He was obedient. He baptized this jail man and his whole family in the middle of the night. How interesting is that? When the Holy Spirit of Father God and of Jesus comes to live in the hearts of our mummies and daddies, our mummies and daddies, do you have mummies and daddies here? Where's your mommy and daddy? Where are they? Mommy and daddy? Where are you? Yes. Oh, there they are. They're at the back. And where's your mommy and daddy? Where are they? Yeah, okay. And your mo- this is the mommy, and where's the daddy? Where's the dad? Okay. And... Where's your mommy and daddy? Oh yeah, there they are. Okay, so all the mummies and that. Now this, when the Holy Spirit of Father God, Josh, where's your mommy and daddy? Where are you guys? (laughs) Hello? Come on, Johan, wave at me. Noah, where's your mommy and daddy? Hi, Lisa. And where's Jonah? Oh, okay, that's private. Yeah. Okay, so when the Holy Spirit of Father God and of Jesus comes to live in the hearts of our mommies and daddies, Guess what they do? They do the same as Paul. They bring their babies to be baptized. Yeah. Just like Lydia did, and just like the gentleman did, and just like Paul did. And just like Jesus said they would. And then they keep on telling their little children about Father God and about Jesus and about the Holy Spirit because Jesus promised that Father's God, Father God's home belongs to little children just like you and because the Holy Spirit of Father God and of Jesus keeps reminding our mummies and daddies that Father God's home also belongs to Grown-ups. As long as they stay 
or keep believing like little children. This is deep theology, brother and sister. This is serious theology that even a child can understand. <laughs> 